Wrestling fans, the following podcast is no holds barred with an indeterminate time limit. My name is Steve Anderson, and you are listening to episode two of Weasel Tales. What a week it has been since the first episode dropped. Great feedback, great support. I, I appreciate it all. That always helps. Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the help of Classic Heenan on Twitter. So today's podcast will title Travels with Bobby. Now, at the time that we began promoting the first book, Bobby the Brain, Wrestling Bad Boy Tells All, a lengthy and, well, not the preferred title that we wanted, but still looked pretty good. By the way, as an aside, if you do have a copy of that first book, and I certainly hope you do, you will notice on the pages, in addition to the, the text and the stories and everything, that you'll see gray little blotches. Now, the idea behind that initially was Bobby's reputation in the ring for bleeding. The idea was that we would put little red splotches. Not our idea, I should say. The publisher came up with this. And we thought, well, that's not a bad idea. The problem was at the last minute, they decided they didn't want to do any color. So you see gray splotches. And that was, at the time, we didn't know this, but it was a harbinger of a lot of things to come in our relationship or lack thereof. I appreciate the fact that they published the book and that they paid us to write the book, and it did very well. Uh, however, there were some challenges. And some of the first challenges is what we're going to talk about today when we talk about traveling with Bobby Heenan. So to travel with Bobby Heenan, it's perpetual mischief. But Bobby, at that point, had been diagnosed with throat cancer. He had gone through the treatments the chemotherapy, the whole thing. And at the time, the summer of 2002, he was in remission. As I mentioned, he was a, a mischief maker. One of his favorite gimmicks was reaching into his wallet and saying, do you want to see my pride and joy? And this would show up. So old, hacky, Henny Youngman type humor, but that was the brain. Very funny. Like I said, the first tour of the first book was in the summer of 2002. The first thing we needed to do was meet our public relations guy. And in that moment of meeting him and seeing him and having him tell us what he wanted to do, the us versus them dynamic was beginning, if not set in stone. Now, when you think about a PR guy, you think about somebody who's sharp dressed, very dynamic that kind of thing. This guy came out of the hotel, and to say he was disheveled would be a compliment. He was wearing a white shirt that was wrinkled from top to bottom. It's like he balled it up in his suitcase. But nonetheless, we hoped that he would be able to help us promote the book, coming along with us on the various appearances we were going to do on that day. We were going to two radio stations. Mike Morris, who had a morning show, he's a Minnesota guy. And when we were there, I expected to be a fly on the wall. Bobby put on his head headphones, they checked his mic and everything. And then Mike said, hey, Steve, sit down. 
and they did the same for me. Very flattering and a lot of fun. The second radio appearance would be with Dark Star on WCCO Radio. I should say that Mike Morris's show at the time was on KFAN in Minneapolis. So we did Mike's show. Went very well. Mike's a big, big wrestling fan. So we had a lot of fun. But we were between appearances. Mike did, I believe it was, the afternoon show. And Dark Star had a more late night show around, I think, 9 o'clock p.m. We decided, hey, let's get something to eat before the next show. Now, the publicist was squiring us around town. He was driving. And we were thinking about where we would want to stop to eat. Now, the publicist said, well, is there any place reasonably priced? Now, if you know Bobby, he enjoyed the spoils of his career. To ask him if he wanted a reasonably priced meal, a man of his stature, put him off of just a little bit. So we were driving, and our publicist saw an Applebee's. Hey, how about that? Bobby was, needless to say, pretty disgusted by the whole thing. So Bobby looked at me and said, hey, Steve, you ever eat at Manny's? I said, Manny's? I haven't eaten there, but I've heard about it. The PR guy said, is that affordably priced? Bobby, rolling his eyes, said, oh, yes, pretty much the same as Applebee's. Now, for those of you in the area or who have visited the state, Manny's is a very fancy, swanky restaurant. And the first indication that something was not quite right was when we walked in and there was a mater d' wearing a tux. Now, our PR guy saw this and he immediately went white. The color left his face. So we get our table. The PR guy leaves for the bathroom, probably not feeling all that well because he knew that when the check came, he would have to cover it. He's the PR guy working for the publisher. So he came back and he picked up a menu and seemingly immediately looks for the absolute cheapest item on that menu. Well, I don't know about you guys, he said, but the pork chops sound good. More eye-rolling from Bobby. I think he was getting a little beyond annoyed. So Bobby looks at me and says, Steve, have you ever tried the silver butter knife steak? Manny's is famous for it, and it's one of the most expensive items on the menu. So, of course, we ordered it. And the bill came, and more color drained from our publicist's face. Well, geez, I hope I can get this expense approved, he said. More eye-rolling. I think our eyes were sore by the time we each got home. So we went to Dark Star. By the way, rest in peace. He died a few, several years ago. Old school radio guy. Uh, very interesting. Very good show. Very unique. Well, the next day, we were going to the Minnesota State Fair. At the State Fair, there are various media outlets, radio and television. And Bobby was booked to appear on a couple of these shows. Our publicist, now with a shirt that seemed to be ironed, or maybe he just bought a new shirt that looked just like the old one. At the time, my wife and my kids, they got free passes for the rides. So they were happy. They could keep themselves busy, have some fun, and we could do what we needed to do to promote the book. So there were a couple more radio appearances. Of course, Bobby was hysterical and funny. And a lot of the times, people just caught off guard as, as to how funny he is. 
I mean, Bobby could have been a stand-up comedian easily and been very successful at that. So we got done with those appearances. Now, at the time, Jesse Ventura was the governor of the state of Minnesota. I will say that again, because it's still a little hard to believe. But yes, Jesse the Body Ventura was the governor of the state of Minnesota. And he had his own show. They often gave the governor like a one-hour show in the morning, in the afternoon. And Jesse had his. It was called Lunch with the Governor. So in remembering that, I asked the PR guy, why weren't we on Jesse's show? Obviously, there's a connection with professional wrestling. He knows Bobby. He's worked with Bobby. And he just didn't have a good answer. So I told the publicist that we should at least walk by his booth at the state fair just to see what happens. Begrudgingly, he agreed. At this point, we were essentially doing his job. So Jesse was standing around outside and then saw Bobby immediately. Well, he took us all to the back. They embraced and chatted for a while, catching up. We gave him a book, and he had to sign it. Now, at the time, his show was about to start, so it didn't look like there would be any time for Bobby to be on the show, popping in at the last minute. So we left. The governor's show was about to start, and we were fine with that. Bobby and I were walking together with a PR guy a few feet behind us. We turned the corner, and this Secret Service-looking guy with the earpiece and the sunglasses and the suit ran through the bushes. The first thing Bobby said was, Oh, no, he read what I wrote about him. Now, in all honesty, what Bobby said revolved more around Jesse's ongoing, to date, beef with Hulk Hogan and how he just couldn't get over the things that he claimed that Hulk Hogan did. There was a time in the early stages of the WWF at the time expansion, and Jesse was very much interested in forming a union. Hulk Hogan told Vince McMahon of that, and the entire idea was dropped, and Jesse felt betrayed. So that's what we were worried about. He's the governor of the state of Minnesota. Is he ticked off? What's going on? No, Jesse wanted Bobby on the show after all. We went through the back and Bobby grabbed a pair of headphones and, of course, made magic with Jesse as they talked about old times. I was staring daggers into the PR guy who would not even look at me. Of course, Bobby was hilarious, cracking Jesse up. Now, remember the beef with Hulk Hogan I just mentioned. Hulk Hogan did the foreword to our book, called me, transcribed it, massaged it, made it sound good. But Hulk Hogan was very generous with his time, and there have been other occasions I've spent time with him, and I appreciate that. Jesse's ending the show, and he says, I want everyone to buy Bobby the Brain, Wrestling Bad Boy, Tells All, written by Bobby Heenan and Steve Anderson. Marked out a little bit on that one. With the foreword written by Huck, and then he stopped, refusing to put Hogan over, just said, go out and buy the book, which was fine, which wasn't surprising, and he promoted the book. That's what counted. That's where it ended. Bobby needed to get on a plane and go home. We hugged and exchanged I love yous. Bobby had a thing about that, especially considering what he had been through. Well, unless you're a sloppily dressed publicist who is half-assing his way through promoting a book. So there you have it. That is just one story of traveling with Bobby Heenan. Again, mischief 
mischief, and more mischief. He just liked to have fun. He liked messing with people, not in a cruel way, but in his own humorous way. And that defined a lot of experiences with him. It was a consistent thread and, again, just a whole lot of fun. I want to thank members of the Weasel Collective and the denizens of the He Nation for your support, for your kind words, and everything else. I do appreciate your help. Let's keep this growing. Again, got to give it up for Classic Heenan. So for now, my name is Steve Anderson, and I have had the pleasure of being a friend and partner and writing associate of Bobby the Brain Heenan. And I will see you next time on the next episode of Weasel Tales.
from 